Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. I kind of careened to the right to avoid her. <sighs> right into the corner. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that guy. That's not good for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're threatening my life and they aren't paying rent. Okay, so it'll be one month. We'll see you. Mm-hmm. What if we went and got some bikers? To yeah. Come yes. Mm-hmm. I don't Dance know. in with the bikers. I love this idea for a reality show. Mm-hmm. Knock, knock. Get the f*** out. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, bus. Mm-hmm. They have the old time uh, magazine in there. What's it called? Grinder or something? <laughs> Anyone have any copies of Grinder magazine? I think that's just on your phone, Mr. O'Toole. Mm-hmm. Hey, who wants the f? <laughs> what a f- young guy? You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast, presented by Coors Light. Hey, we're having fun on the river time. It's time, time, river, river time. River Time. That would be the name of your country album, River Time. <laughs> and then just me sitting on a lawn chair in the river. Yeah, in in the river, just about I don't know half a foot deep, just a lawn chair with a cold Coors banquet in your hand and a fishing pole in the other. That's a good album cover. Like John Denver minus the. Uh, you'd have the muscle shirt on, but you'd have like the t-shirt tan. And be the mismatched tan. What would John Denver? He would. He wouldn't be doing the casino circuit right now. He would be selling out stadiums. No way. He? No disagree. Arenas. Casinos. Casinos all the way. But, but not would, not saying that's a bad thing. He'd be touring with like Willie Nelson right now if he was still alive. But I think Willie, like Willie, would do casino. Willie will just play anywhere. I think it's very few artists that fill state. That's like Billy Joel is a rare thing. I think John Denver would be happy to play the <laughs> River Cree. Casino in Edmonton once in a while. Why not, eh? Um, our friend Dustin Nielsen from TSN Radio in Edmonton was tweeting that he introduced Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson at the River Creek Casino in Edmonton. I'm trying to think, what, uh, what was that stage show like? He just goes up and tells stories, maybe? Or does a quick Q&A with Dustin, maybe? I guess that would be kind of interesting. You know, my, funny. You know my uh, connection to Dustin? Uh, I don't. Or was he, he in Fort McMurray? He took over after oh. I left. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in Fort McMurray, calling the Fort McMurray Earburns. I did the three question segment on the Dustin Nielsen show on Friday. How'd that go? Good. My uh, question, well, my question for Oiler fans, listen to this. Maybe we can so hear wait, his... d- does does he ask you three questions or you get to ask three I questions? I come up with three questions for his show. Oh, I think okay. other people did it before and then there was some layoffs at Bell, as there are a lot. And uh, so someone had to step in and I did. So I asked a couple of questions, and then the one I asked, I'd love to hear the the Twitter uh, verse of the Jay and Dan podcast respond to. Uh, The one specifically, this is for Edmonton Oilers fans, and obviously the team's been a disaster this year. Mm -hmm. But this is the question. Listen to this, Toolsy. You have to pick one of these two teams to win the next three Stanley Cups. If you're an Edmonton Oilers fan, either the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Calgary Flames. You go Toronto. You can't. If you're an Oiler fan, you aren't picking the Flames. I don't know. I don't know. Because you're inundated with Toronto media already out there. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. They can't stand that. At least with the Flames, they're like, all right. Yeah, then you the sea of red. Yeah, exactly. Party on Electric Avenue. That still exists, right? I don't no, know. I don't think it does. Calgary in a while. Hey, great a cup question, Oh my goodness, what so a game. So good. So good. So much fun, eh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Um, 
I I thought. Let's so hear it. I, I tuned in like five minutes before uh, they started the opening festivities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were showing players on the field. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, this is a clip from from like years past. It's not Stoin right now. Oh, and yeah. then I'm like, holy, <laughs> this is going to be unreal. I got there on Saturday, and it was like nine degrees yeah. and beautiful. And I'm like, oh my god, if they if it holds like this, it's going to be one of the best like best case scenario ever. They I'm sure when they Gave it to Ottawa. They're like, all right, it's going to be freezing. It was beautiful on Saturday. And even when I left on Sunday, so I left before the, sun the game. The was shining? It was nice. I mean, it was not amazing out. It was windy, but it was it was pretty nice. It would have been perfect. And then I land in Toronto just after kickoff, and I look, I turn on TSN. I'm like, what the f*** happened? It's no You're going to have to back up, uh People are going to be yeah. They're they're going to be landed, like, why did he leave? Landing during kickoff. <laughs> Wait a minute. You yeah. were there, so please explain. I was. Uh, I I'm, I'm under the weather. I I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm not well. And uh, Dan and I have two. No, we know you aren't well. I'm not well in the head, but also elsewhere. And Dan and I today had a major corporate shoot. Tomorrow we have a major corporate shoot. So I just thought I'm just going to bail on the Grey Cup. I know people are going to. On me, and I don't blame you guys because it was a terrific game. I don't blame you one bit. All over me, on my head, on my face. Lizard. But I had to go. I had to get out of there. And I got to be honest, I'm I'm really happy I did. As much as I would have loved to have been in the seats, because you would have wa- had some cocktails. Oh, I can't. Because that's my problem. I know myself. Now. And I, then after the game, people were like, well, "Come on, yeah, let's go!" Right. I, I couldn't have. I could not have turned down invitations for drinks. I can't do it. It's not in my nature to do that. <laughs> Um, that's why, in a way, I was happy you weren't with me this weekend. Because if I know you're out, I can't not be out, oh, too. Yeah. I feel like, ah, I gotta go. So, anyway, I left. Um, but I liked it. I was happy I left. Because I got home, cracked open beers, and watching on TV. TSN, listen, we're, we can pump TSN's tires here. They do a great job of the broadcast. They do. Shinetti and uh, Sarah Lesky were awesome on the mm-hmm. sidelines. They were great. <laughs> <laughs> Shinetti's so good. Uh, Cuthbert and Glenn Suter, terrific. Unreal. And then uh, the directors, uh, Paul Graham, who won, uh, got an uh, Achievement Award at the CFL Awards, our producer is a terrific producer. Like, they just kick ass on it. And it was so fun to watch on TV. And then the snow just makes it because I sent out does. a tweet uh, on Monday today uh, saying how when my kids, because my girls finally for once kind of sat there and were like, okay, what's there's a lot of snow. That's going to be the first image yeah. in their heads until they die when they think of the Great Cup. Of the Great Cup, that's right. Exactly. And that is the image that everyone always has. See, so and, I'm glad that they have that image. And re- so the reason I did go to, you're like, well, why did you go to Ottawa and come back? Well, I had to host the commissioner's brunch. So every Grey Cup Sunday, the morning, the commissioner has a brunch. And it's like a big corporate thing. All the big CFL uh, sponsors are there. through the food. It was uh, really was outstanding. Buffet style? Yeah, or they but serve- like kick-ass buffet style. You get like, your bacon? Omelette stations. Like charcuterie table alone, cheese table alone. Like, high-end hotel brunch, basically, is what you're Where getting. Where is the and, um, the hot dog? Uh, they serve in the booze in the AM? Oh, yeah, but Oh, okay. oh the, the, okay. the booze was flowing. Mm-hmm. And, but what I was told, and, like, again, i got to be super sensitive about this, because I know the CFL can be sensitive. I was told that the brunch in years past, with other commissioners, was a bit of a stuffy affair, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of corporate stuff, but not fun corporate, right? They didn't let loose. So Randy Ambrosi, the new commissioner, who I got to say is a rock star, like a rock star. He's the best thing to come to this league 
since, I don't know. Pinball Clemens. Yeah, maybe Pinball, who I saw and was like, how come I haven't been invited on the show? I'm like, you can come by any time. I just assume you're so busy running the entire city of Toronto. Um, So I saw Pinball. That was great. But yeah, Ambrosi spoke. He's such a, you know, I was talking to Rob Vanstone from the Regina Leader Post, who's a good friend of ours. Good guy. Real good guy. And I said, there's a... There's a reason I think he rests, because Davis Sanchez, former Stampeders corner and Alouette's corner, great player, he said the players all love him. Like, all the CFL players think he's the best thing ever. Because he is a former player This as well. is it. And not only a former player, like Larry Smith was a former player, but Larry Smith looks like the mayor of a major metropolitan city. He doesn't look like a football player, even though he was. Mm-hmm. You look at Randy, it's very obvious Randy Ambrosi was a football player. He's gigantic and huge and has like Rod Smith-like hands when he shakes your hand. And did you he's see, massive. before the kickoff, they, they cut to a shot of him on the sidelines, and the snow was perfectly placed like it was in a movie on his head. Right, yeah. It looked great. Yeah, anyway, he, he he's just been a huge hit, and he says all the right things, speaks from the heart. He spoke at this commissioner's brunch, and he was in tears at the end, talking about when he played in the Great Cup in 1993, his, he knew his mom was at home watching, he wanted to play well for her. Like Everyone was just like, wow, this guy's an amazing speaker. So the brunch was great, had a great time. But yeah, that's why I was there, and that's why I, you know, I went to do that. But what did he say to tell everyone to have a good time? Did what? he say, hey, we're getting... No, no, he didn't do that. But when I made jokes about there should be screwdrivers, uh, pictures of screwdrivers at every table here, like there are at the Spirit of Edmonton brunch, he was like, yeah, 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 there should be. <laughs> he's he's a cool cat. He gets it. Yeah. But what Randy Ambrosi said earlier in the week, uh, to your point about your daughter's first image being the Grey Cup being played in the snow, is that you know he maybe wants to move the schedule back, or at least wants to have the conversation. About moving it back a month. Two weeks. We we agreed. Two weeks is fine. Yeah. He said a month. I think if you split... Chris Cuthbert doesn't think it should be moved at all. I think you split the difference. You go in the middle two weeks. Maybe come back just a couple, just a little bit. I sent a tweet during the game saying, hey, because I saw the Oilers were on the ice at opening kickoff. Yeah. The o- I'm like, well, this isn't fair. The whole country should be watching. And then I looked and... Yeah, the NHL schedules games during the Great Cup, but they don't do it for Super Bowl, and they don't do it for American Thanksgiving, yet there's games on Canadian Thanksgiving. And people are like, yeah, the NHL, they hate Canada. I'm just like, but they could easily just throw us a bone and not put a Canadian team yeah, on the ice. I, I don't the know why. If, I guess if you want to put American teams on during the Great Cup, fine. Yeah, fine. You know, if, if you think it's so important to have, like, because, you know, Sunday's always been such a huge hockey day for the NHL. No, it hasn't. Why not put no games on? Yeah. And then someone pointed out, well, actually, uh, quite a few people pointed out, they said, yeah, and they had an 11 a.m. puck drop on Remembrance Day. (laughs) And I think it was an Oilers game. Like, why? Like, why? Yeah. Like, like they just... Ah, well. What do you anyway. Do? So, anyway, it was good. And then the halftime show, Tools. Oh, you got a few to, things to say so about that. Someone raised a good question today. They said, Let's go, so if there was no snow and Shania Twain's coming in on a, a sled dog or a dog sled, they were just going to go across the grass? I have a feeling they had like, a few what? different methods. They would have tore up the field. They had a few different methods, maybe. Maybe she would have come in on a quad or something if, if it was just a beautiful sunny day. And I love... I love that the Mountie handed her her mic when she got there. I did notice that, yeah. Like, that was cool. Was that, and then I'm thinking, is that a real Mountie? Did they have to do a planted Mountie? No, that's real. That's 100% real. Okay. Um, the Mounties kind of humored me and did a little bit with me at the brunch where I was like trying to make them laugh like the guards at Kensington Palace but um, or Buckingham Palace. But I asked them, have you ever seen the Mounties boots? Big boots. 
And they're like, nice, man. Nice leather. And I was like, how do I get me a pair of those boots, man? And they're like, uh, got to come to Regina. And we got like a whole shop. We got they a make, boot, boot shop. They make all the there. I'm like, can I get them if I'm not a cop? They're like, no. <laughs> okay. Did you like the, uh, the, the shot during the game of the Grey Cup up in a condo? I thought that was weird. <laughs> Whose condo was that? I don't know. And Whose like, condo Are was they that? trying to sell condos? Yeah. Like, they say, hey, look at this view. <laughs> Interested in Ottawa real estate? And did they just go knock on this guy's door? Hey, we got a shot here. We wanted to try it out. We're going to look at the Grey Cup from up here. <laughs> That's a really good question because it, it did look like a condominium building. And just a random single condominium building uh, just overlooking the field. Um, yeah, that was strange. But how about Shania's outfit? Yikes. Shania, she looked... And she's in her 50s. Someone said 52. I could have easily Googled it, but I didn't. Uh, so, yeah, like 52. Let's see. A lot Stop of people were upset check. with her lip syncing, though. They said sometimes she wasn't even singing the right words. You know what? She probably uh, lip synced the whole thing. You know what, man? Everyone loved her. She was awesome. She, she was perfect for Sure, it, it was a, a halftime show out of the 80s or 90s. But, uh, hey, you just need bare It was bones. 90s. It was 90s. Um... You know, 52. But she's you know what? 52. She she uh, she's on a comeback tour now. Like there was a new song. There was one new song in there. She stuck the one new song in the middle, and then she followed up with "Man, I Feel Like a Woman" to close it out, right, or mm-hmm. something like that. Man, I feel like a woman. Uh, so it's relevant. Like can yes, I, she was a star 20 years ago, but she's coming back, so it makes sense. Can I there. go back to my tweet? So again, everyone. Which was one? Gr- the, the, the the one about the uh, the oh, NHL. The, NHL playing games. So you Cup know what Sunday. I would get one out of every 20. Someone saying, Ooh. yeah, who gives a f- about the CFU? And like, I held back. Usually I respond to these people, but I said, because uh, I want to respond with this league employs thousands yeah. and thousands of people in this country. So why cheer for its demise? I don't get it. Like, if you don't like it, hey, good for you. I guess that's what I mean. But like- why? On it. Yeah, there, and even in this building, I hate to say it, there's guys who are like, oh, why do we have to do CFL stuff? You know, and it's like, man, you don't get it. You don't yeah. get it. Like, uh, one of our writers, Brendan Halloran, who's doing a, a very funny uh, Grey Cup party story that he right. did as our Coors Light reporter. You'll be able to see it on uh, Sports Center with Jay and Dan Monday at midnight in a loop all Tuesday morning. If you don't see it there, we'll uh, throw it up on the social meds. Brendan had never been to a Grey Cup before, okay? And mm-hmm. he, by his own admission, not the hugest CFL fan, but he came back and he said, man, it was like, it was the best time. Yeah. And he said, I feel like this league doesn't market itself properly. It's like, at this point, you need to market it as, and I've always said this, by the way, as a good time. As a good time, as a economical good time, and as a Canadian thing, a true Canadian thing. If you send one person, if you have a skeptical fan who doesn't think they like the CFL, you got to send them to the Grey Cup. Three yes. days of the Grey Cup, they'll come back, they'll love the league forever. That's what I said in, uh, on Cam Intro. We were talking to one of our producers, G-Bone. He'd never been, and we were like, oh, man, wait till you go to your first one. So you put CFL equals GTL, good time league. That's it. CFL equals GTL. There is, or I mean, people might think that means Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so while you were in Ottawa, we were wondering if... Um, so I went to school there, and the Bearfax is a world-renowned uh, gentleman's club there. That's right. We looked it up. It was, in fact, uh, in business, and we stumbled upon their Yelp page. And I'm about to read you. This is one man's Yelp review of the Bearfax. 
Uh, this is printed in small print, and it fills an entire page. <laughs> so, should we read the whole thing? Absolutely. Okay. Bare facts. Where to begin? Up a set of fluorescent lit steep ass stairs that smell like cigarettes and cleaning products. You may or may not encounter a fight developing on its way out while you're on your way up. When you reach the second flight after the landing, you'll be greeted by a brusque bouncer demanding your ID. Once you clear that, you'll be welcomed into the club by the no-nonsense but total sweetheart coat check girl. And she'll need to check your coat for $4 and go ahead and leave her that extra loony and change. Once you're inside, you'll notice it has fairly low ceilings. The main hallway leads you to a stage. The seating is front row or tables on either side of the stage. Don't block the hallway to the bar as it's a high traffic area, so go ahead and grab a seat. Let the waitress get your drink for you as she's much nicer than the bartenders. Bartender is a hard job though, but let's just forget about manners for a moment. You should at least know your drink prices. I overheard the bartender asking the waitress how much a drink costs. Drinks can be rather pricey as it is a strip club after all. Lastly, about the drinks. Be wary of the shot girls. Beyond them being overpriced, I've heard of customers allegedly being drugged through the shots girls. Okay. Next, in terms of etiquette, make sure not to use your phone while a girl is on stage. <laughs> Theme's obvious, but welcome to the strip club newbies if you don't know. Next for the dancers. Good, especially if you're interested in buying a dance. If you've come to be wowed by pole tricks, you've come to the wrong place. These girls are actually paying the club to come to work every night and are not being paid for their time on stage, so that is why you see so many girls moving as little as possible. If you're not tipping, there is simply no reason for a girl to break her back for your free-ass entertainment. But if you'd like to contribute to the tips the girls earn for stage performances, I suggest the half-song on-stage little lap dance-ish experience. Lap dance-ish experience. Head on up and lay down on the stage with a five-year mouth. Oh, my God. And let the girls do their thing while you lay back and keep your hands to yourself. This is a fun experience for you, the audience, and possibly even the dancer. <laughs> this is a fun experience for you. <laughs> oh uh, sure, that's fine. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Next, head upstairs for a lap dance where you can respectfully touch the dancers. No, not between her legs, you creep. And possibly meet a really nice girl. I had a real sweet French-Canadian girl with a flower name who gave me the longest hug and was so sweet and so real with me. Honestly, she was by far my favorite part. She really saved the experience from being a total disaster. Let's talk about the remaining bar staff. He's back to them. He's, back. He's circled back to the bar staff after the lap dance. The, the bouncers are appropriately beefy and not too much else to comment on in terms of them. But if you're a woman, don't flirt with the tall black bouncer. Least he think you're hitting on him. Lest he think you're hitting on him. The manager is a short little blonde dude with a Napoleon complex. Can't miss him. Or who knows, maybe you will because he's pretty short. He'll be... <laughs> He'll be rude to you if you're a female customer in the bar. Can't speak for the male experience. DJ is literally nothing special. He plays the songs and rewinds them if the girl needs more time, but does not introduce the girls very clearly or sound excited at all. Again, I get that it can be a thankless job, but at least promote your girls. I asked the DJ and manager where a specific dancer was, and they basically told me that I'd have to look for her myself. 
I was asking because I was trying to buy a lap dance off of her. The club undoubtedly makes money off of the lap dances the girl sells. Clubs, plus the club makes money from happy return customers who come back week after week. I was very surprised to hear that. Then that, uh, that they told me just to look for her myself as opposed to telling her to look for literally the only woman in the club <laughs> because she wants a lap dance. So this is a woman right here. Wow, this. okay. This is a woman. That's like a loop at the end I didn't yeah. expect. Wow, okay. I had to ask another dancer to find her for me, which she did immediately, and I tipped her for her help. Every other strip club I've been to is taking care of their dancers' business and their customers' experience. I guess Bearfax Management is more concerned with those dollar dollar bills, y'all. And it is what it is. It is a strip club after all. Three stars and all. The terrible management is balanced out by the sweetest of strippers. There's your Yelp review. Wow. That First of all, that was a whole page you just read there. <laughs> An entire page. She really, really went for it there. Wow. Um, that was insane. I gotta say, I did, I did not expect that, that to be a woman. That was a cool... Uh, that, was like, that was like the sixth sense of Yelp reviews. <laughs> At the end, you get the surprise twist. Have you ever written a single Yelp review? Never. No, it never would occur to me to write a Yelp review of anything or TripAdvisor or anything like this that. This would have taken her a good half hour. That's incredible. And just to have the memory uh, for a strip club, like to memorize all the details. What would and... happen if she got like a bad meal or a, was that a bad hotel? Like, but that's, is that like eight pages? But that's why I don't trust any of those Yelp or TripAdvisor reviews. But then again, like... I, when I bought my car, the guy who sold me the car was like, can you go give me a good review? <laughs> so they want the good reviews because, I don't know, I guess people trust them now. That Before anyone goes to a restaurant, you Google it now. Yeah. And Be- if someone says, ah, oh, someone my food, you aren't going to go there. Speaking of uh, cars, very quickly, I took the smashed up car to the uh, dealer today. Yeah. Get service. Finally. And, uh, well, they couldn't get me in. They're backed up. They're backed up. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, so I take it in this morning, and the service guy's like, uh, he comes up to the car, and he comes up to the driver's side, and he's like, what? Doesn't look bad. I'm like, no, no, it's on the other side. I'm not kidding. This is his reaction when he came around. He walks around to the other side, and he goes, gah! Gah! Did he say it's, is it fixable? Yeah, it's fixable. It's absolutely fixable. Insurance paying for that? Or you got to keep those insurance payments down and paying out of cash? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. He's got to get you a price. Has he got your price? Not yet. Ooh, we'll, see. we'll see. I'm, I'll keep everyone posted on that I'm thinking horrible you're price. like a minimum six grand. Yeah, I think so too. I Ugh. think that's where we are. So oh maybe we will go insurance with it. I deserve it. Say, hey, uh, your shop, you need any uh, Instagram pictures? That's uh, what I afraid. said already. I think that's how I got in quick. First, he said, end of December. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. And I actually pulled the Instagram card. I said, eh, Instagram? <laughs> Suddenly, I was in in a week. We'll see. Um, I got to say, another thing that happened to me on social media today, that. Um, our good friend, Bernie Kim, mm-hmm. sent, sent a tweet out I saw that. to us and said... Uh, uh, but the change of location. Yeah. We spoke about so his wedding, s- how there was a change of location That's at 1030. Right. We said uh, there's no way there's going to be people going from the original venue to the new venue at 1030. Sent us a tweet that said, good turnout in the second venue. Not as good as Spago, but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, get a little so I was busted Because I went time. home to bed. I went home to bed. I- I was busted big time, so I talked to Bernie about that. But one of Bernie's groomsmen is joining us on the line. It's Mike Botticello. Uh, Mike, did you make the venue change? I definitely did. I wanted to report. 
uh, give you guys a full recap of that venue. Okay, Let's please uh, please detail it. Uh, so I think Dan had been to a Burns Fair before. Jay, I don't think you have, right? No, never. I've been to two. Okay, there we go. So I think the plan for Bernie was to play an impromptu Burns Fair post his wedding, as he has a other wedding. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's what he said. So you've hey, got wait, to explain wait, wait, wait. to the to the wait. listeners what Burneth Fair wait, is. This this was his plan, <laughs> and he did it. He executed <laughs> he it. Did it. End of story. But he couldn't say that his wedding was going to turn into his own concert. Uh, right, you know, right. So did he like stumble cool. up on stage and say, "Oh, what's all what? this equipment what's, doing here? What's this a guitar? guitar? Oh, what's yeah, this that's, a guitar?" That's no, he is, I think his guitar was there. I don't think he, he brought it himself. What, it was, give uh, us a um, give us a percentage of how many people made the venue change. Are we looking at 60, 70 percent, 50? Was, so if we say, I guess the head count, let's say it was 220. Yeah. I would say 50 made it. Yeah, that's what about what I thought. That's that, but good. a quarter yeah. would make it. Not yeah, that's 15, yeah. 50. 50, 5 0. 5 0. Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. good. Five that's zero. pretty good. Yeah, I'm cool and with that. To sum up Burnett there, it's. Uh, it's definitely songs that are top forty hits from the the it's from like the mid to late nineties. Then he'll skip another like five to seven years, and then current pop hits like your Katy Perry or Taylor Swift. Yeah, and he, but, then, but the nineties songs, like, he goes like Goo Goo like Dolls Dim and Blossoms stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He li- uh, he likes the top forty guitar driven pop tunes. Yeah, yeah. We call them hit skin. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't go for the cuts. He goes for the the stuff the yeah. mainstream. Did give you the did you yeah. give a speech at the second venue because we noticed you did not give a speech after the wedding at the first venue? Yeah, uh, and I want to uh, just clarify and get on the record here that I did send Jake. Jake, did you get the video? I did. I did get it, and okay. I watched it. Uh, actually, very bad audio. I, it was bad audio, but I have to say, um, I think you came across better than you were given credit for. <laughs> Exactly. I know. No crickets. Definitely applause. And I, laughs. I think Some there was laughs. laughs. I think you got laughs. Yeah. I think you got... Because yeah. Bernie's brother, um, uh, he went on... How long was his speech? One hour. It seemed, 22 minutes, I think. 22 to 25 minutes. I think, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I, and I loved Bernie's brother's speech, by the way. But it was I, very well done. And, you know... Was but it, he did... But we, uh, we... I talked to a friend about it yesterday. Did he mean to be funny? Oh, yeah. I think, well, no, I think he's naturally funny. I think he's one of those guys who doesn't think or try to be mm. funny, and he comes across funny. That was, the consensus was he didn't mean for it to be funny. It just kind of... Uh, well, when he, brought up, when he brought up... We laughed at. When he brought up 9-11, I thought was sort of 9/11. your first clue. <laughs> but there were also moments that it was... Uh, you felt bad for him because he said that Bernie was better friends with his friends than he was. Yeah, and he did say Bernie that. Would, Bernie flew on Jimmy Johnson's private jet and had chicken wings with Randy Moss. And he sold software. Yeah, like again, he said. Uh, I know what you mean. If he, I don't think. I think it was all in the delivery. You know what I mean? Like I think right. if he had been self-deprecating in a funny way, but I th- it just you're right. It just sort of sounded like sad. Like oh, my life didn't take the same turn. My little brother's life did but it was very humorous yeah, but then he yeah. backed it up with the yeah the 911 zinger <laughs> the 911 zinger you never get married <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what time did you guys shut it down that yeah. night yeah when did you, and uh, who did you go home with we went past closing uh it was like man like 2 
All right, nice. And then where? Yep. Any of the? Uh, I went home. Then I went home. Bridesmaids? Huh? No, there was only right. one. There's only one. Yeah, she's married, but yeah, I went home. Did you go home with her? That's it, that's it guys. <laughs> but I do actually. I do. I don't want to put myself in hot water here. But I do have a major announcement. Oh, let's oh, hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. Mike yeah. Botticello, our uh, good friend Sexy Mike, with an announcement. Always. Um, so I've known Dan since 2013, right? Yeah. So four years. And yeah. at the wedding was the first time in four years that I've had physical contact. I got a hug. Whoa. What? Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember that, Dan? Yeah, that was before the bar yeah. even opened. Really? And like yeah. when you first saw each other, you hugged? Yeah. At one point. He came at me with open arms. Ooh, coming at you. Come at me, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looked yeah. like you needed a hug. Were you looking sad, Mike? You seem you look good, I no, thought. No, I was actually I was I was uh making a dash out the door for photos and Dan jumped in the middle of my dash. Oh yeah. With a hug go. and I was gonna just kinda blow him off, but then he, you know, he was gonna hug <laughs> me, so. Now did either so, of like, you I had to do it. did either of you feel movement down below the belt? Uh, my erections have returned. Uh, I kept my crotch uh, way back. Oh, yeah, you did the, the way back. <laughs> the old. Uh, no, Mike, what no. are you doing now? Where are you working? No peen touch. Uh, You're working I, uh, at no peen touch? Is that a new product? No, I didn't want any. any it's a massage parlor. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's, uh, it's a new place. We cover every area of the anatomy except for the grundle. Okay. The are you working or not? In the valley. It's in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. Ventura. Hello? Yes, Where I are you working? working yes. Uh, so I think I talked to Jay about this, actually. So it's uh, a couple startup opportunities that I have. Branded content, tech platforms, things of that nature. Okay, it sounds like you're just making up words now. <laughs> it's professional words. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> thing was right. you were pitching I yourself. I couldn't really disclose it, right? Right, Jay? Oh, no. okay. non, non-disclosure. Do we have to sign one now? Yeah. <laughs> but all the, all the podcast listeners have to sign. But you were you were talking to, uh, I forget who we were talking to, Mike, and all of a sudden, whoever we were talking to was like, are you pitching me right now? Bowie, yeah. Bowie. Oh, it's Don Bowie. That's right. Yeah, one yeah. of our other producers yeah. at Fox Sports Live. He felt like you were pitching him, which you kind of were, maybe. Yeah, I don't think a wedding is ever the place for that. But. Oh, you're always pitching if you're yeah, in sales. Buddy. You're always pitching. Always ABC, yeah. always be closing. So, so 2018, stay tuned for another major announcement. Okay. Uh, uh, looking forward to that. Thanks for coming on, Mike. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Mike, it's great I, to see you. I, you, guys, you guys left and we didn't get to say goodbye. But. I know. No, we, we, we did go say goodbye. We went to the rainbow. No, the wedding. Oh, at the wedding. Well, we, oh, yeah, uh, I did yeah. the Irish exit. Yeah, we, we Irish exited <laughs> and went to Spago. Yeah. I specifically said bye to no one. I think, Jay, I don't know, if, Jay, if you remember, you gave your what your your gift to a friend of mine. I, I think did. And Raul. I did and give he, it to he, Raul. He gave me his, yeah. It was the worst Irish exit ever card. because I Irish exited successfully, then realized I had Bernie's card in my jacket and then had to go back in. Yeah. And track See, down. I got back to the place that we were staying, and I'm like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, Bernie, like two days later, hey, uh, what's your address? Yeah. So I got to send that. that was a, that's fine. You have a year to give a gift, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Mike, that's right. What, and I just, I open it, I keep taking money out. So uh, it's going to be down to 10 bucks. It's American. <laughs> American money. Oh, and uh, actually, yeah, guys, can I get one more major announcement? In? Yeah, oh, yeah, for geez. sure. Absolutely. Okay, All so, the time uh, you need, my friend. 
Uh, so I think the last time I was on, we talked about my coaching, and uh, my team won the Fall League Championship last weekend. And the major announcement is I'm coaching the All-Star team. In wow. what, synchronized swimming? So, uh, basketball. basketball. Oh, basketball. Oops. Sorry. Okay. I yeah, didn't know you're so. such a hoops uh, guru. Maybe you'll be the next head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. They just fired their coach. Yeah, it seems like I see. But I'll ask our friend Amara. Yeah, Mara Baptist, yeah. the yeah, social yeah. media director. Yeah. For Hope the... that goes well for you, Mike. That's a All real job. Who you know, right? Okay. Thanks, buddy. Miss you, buddy. All right, guys. Okay. See All ya. Right. That's uh, Mike Botticello Sexy or Mike. or Mike Botticello. He doesn't care how you say it. <laughs> he says, which again, is baffles me. Well, it's probably supposed to be Botticello, right? Isn't that what we decided? But yeah. for some reason, he's <laughs> fine with Botticello. That's you know, like, uh, whatchamacallit? He's so uh, affable. Who's the guy? Is it on the Bruins? Yeah. No, on the Penguins. Oh. Uh, Connor uh, Sherry. Connor Sherry. Now, he came out on an interview and yeah. said, that's ah, actually Sherry. Everyone says it wrong, but, you know, whatever. <coughs> he was kind of the same. He's like, it's too late to fix it now. But It's not really, no. Connor. You say, hey, it's yes. Sherry. But you don't want to be that guy, actually, it's Sherry, every time they say Sherry. But at the very beginning of your career, you... They say, we're putting together the NHL pronunciation guide, which they do every year. How do we say your name? And he's like, yeah, that's fine, whatever you, whatever you think it should be. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, can we make one more call? Sure, yeah. Okay. It's going to be... Hey, got a uh, yeah. shout out to uh, Canadian Tire. I got those, uh, did we mention the toasters? They hadn't arrived yet, or had they? I think I they, they uh, had no. Yeah, the Jump Start toasters with Jonathan Taves, Wayne yeah. Gretzky, and Connor McDavid, and Dan O'Toole. They were sitting uh, on the counter, and my uh, my oldest said, "Who are these? Uh, who's on these toasters?" He goes, "Justin Bieber." She thought Gretzky was uh, Justin Bieber. Looks a little like Biebs. He does. When you think about it, yeah, like a young Biebs. <laughs> How cool would it be? And I'm actually serious about this because he can skate and he can act. Justin Bieber playing Wayne Gretzky in The Great One, The Wayne Gretzky Story, coming to CTV this fall. I like it. I think that would be pretty awesome. Who would play Messier? Army Hammer? Will Sasso. Will Sasso as Mark Messier. Who no, plays... Sasso could uh, play Dave Semenko. Uh, yeah, he's a maybe. big guy. Sasso's a big guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else could play Dave Semenko. So, someone else. Ty Domi. Ty Domi as, Dave as Sem- Dave's in his first acting role <laughs> as Dave Semenko. Who'd play Fierzy? Grant Fuhr. Hmm. Lil Bow Wow as Grant Fuhr. Fierzy could play himself. He looks great. <laughs> he looks like him. He never ages. He looks like oh. a million bucks. And another person, we keep saying this on the show, at least I do, um, Carrie Price. Yeah. Reverse aging. He never ages either. Uh, the president of Pure Later that I introduced yesterday never ages. Um, well, how do you know what he looked like before? Well, he he looks so yeah, he looked like a young Paul Romanuk. He looked like a twenty-year-old Paul Romanuk. Mm-hmm. I said that to him, and then he thought, "I don't." Did you say how's the it. shipping industry these days? How's it going, my friend? He looked so young; it was crazy. Um, so we were supposed to have Engineer Jim on because mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm Young died last week. We wanted to talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. He can't make it, so okay. someone stepped in because he wants to tell you a quick story. He promises it'll be fast. Isn't that right, Ben Teller? Hi, Okay, <laughs> you're not endearing yourself to anyone with that hello. Maybe if you yeah. change your hello, just say, hey, guys. 
Let's start hey again. Guys, welcome to the- Let's, okay. hey, 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 here's guys. Ben Teller. Hey, guys. I'm in New York City. There you go. See? That's appealing. We're, yeah. in, we're instantly want to hear words out of your mouth instead of wanting to hang up. <laughs> okay, this is a story you guys can't hang up on. It's a really okay, good Okay, why are okay. you in New York? So last month, uh, I gave a speech for City of Hope, uh, a speech about my past, and it was really a good time. And just wait, tell people about your past. You got to give a story that needs to be told. This is pretty good. You got to tell people a bit of your your past. All right, it's a brief one. Uh, I'm a three time cancer survivor. I've had two bone marrow transplants, and uh, I survived cancer. And I now speak on behalf of City of Hope. That's very cool. So Good job. I, and Ben Teller's I, our former, for the uninitiated, uh, he is our former social media guy and ran the podcast in L.A. Okay, continue. And, 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 and it's been a really um, awesome opportunity to be able to share my story, and I'm not going to, like, brief over that, but I know that Jay has a little bit of idea what the story's going to be about, so I want, Dan, I want you to hear it real quick. Okay. So I flew out to New York last month. And I had a really good time. I was speaking for City of Hope. I was sharing my story. But in the meantime, I was posting pictures on social media. And a girl wrote me saying, hey, I just moved to New York. We should hang out. A little bit of backstory. We met in L.A. two years prior and tried to hang out and tried to date. And it never worked out. Now, when you say tried to date, what you tried to put your penis in and it didn't go in, what happened? Well, I tried to get a drink first, and she denied the drink, so I couldn't even get a first date. Okay, so that's not that's you trying to date someone, <laughs> and that person not being interested. That's not two people trying. But anyway, okay, so this well, person two years later. Let's uh, speed it up. <laughs> two, year, two years later, she then writes me, hey, Ben, I just moved to New York. Let's hang out. And okay. I'm like, great. I would love to see you. I kind of forgot you existed, but I would love to see you. Okay, you, you didn't like say you. that, did you? No, but okay, I thought it. Okay, yeah. Good. Okay. So, it's this is Saturday. Sunday, we set up for dinner. We have a nice dinner. Jay, we go to the milk bar, Momofoku. Very nice. But and now that's a dessert place. So, we went to dinner first, and then we went to the dessert bar. Okay, cool. So, then we also, after dessert, we had a bottle of wine. So, I'm thinking to myself, this is going exactly how I wish it would have gone the girl that I wanted to date in L.A. is now in New York talking to me. And she's thinking, this great. is going exactly as I planned. I'm getting a free dinner and some wine. Okay. Touche. Um, I then asked her to play hooky from work on that Tuesday, the day of my speech. She said, I would love to play hooky from work. So I convinced her to play hooky from work. We spend all of Tuesday together. We hang out. Everything goes fantastic, right? I think to myself, oh, I'm in love. Everything is going great. I fly back to Los Angeles. I'm Googling flights to New York. And Thanksgiving Day, the flights are like $320 round trip. It's so a pretty like, good you know price. What? I'm pretty good price from LA to New York. So I'm Very like, good you know price. What? I'm going to go see this girl. I text her, tell her I have a business meeting, and I'm going to be in New York. I would love to see her. I don't tell her that I'm going for her. She goes, oh, I'm seeing my family, but I can see you on Sunday. I said, great. I'll take it for a day. I get to New York Thursday, Friday, Saturday. (laughs) You're just hanging it by yourself. So you got there pretty early. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was a cheap flight. I'm hanging out with uh, another one of our Fox Sports employees, Ben Porter. 
we're having a good time, we're walking around the East Village, we're eating good Chinese food, everything's great. So Sunday rolls around, and I'm like, hey, you're free? Oh, boy. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm not free. She goes, I'm not free. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a bummer. Uh, and then I'm like, are you free Monday? Oh, no. She goes, well, I have yoga at night. <laughs> and I'm like, can I see you for like an hour? Oh, that's sounding so, desperate. Oh, this is getting desperate now. She's not canceling no, 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 yoga? No, 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 guys. No, she wouldn't cancel yoga. So at the end of the day, <laughs> oh, I, get her for, I get her for an hour and a half from 4.30 to 5.30 and tells me, uh, I probably shouldn't have kissed you. Oh. oh. What? Back, like, in the previous visit, she shouldn't have kissed you? Yeah. Wow. And then she just says... That's so wait, wait, where did you meet for, for an hour and a half? Like, were you in bed with her? Like, <laughs> We met, uh, each of our jobs are super close. So we met in a holiday park by an ice skating rink. And like five minutes into it, she's like, I just want to let you know, I'm trying to be honest. I probably shouldn't have kissed you in the hotel room. Oh, wow. So <sighs> then flash uh, into your brain, your dollar signs. You're like, that flight, these hotels, all these meals. I've spent two grand to come see this woman for an hour and a half. (laughs) She she wouldn't cancel yoga. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. So this leads me to the most genuine would you rather ever. Oh, here it is. The most genuine one of all time. Okay. Dan, here's a real one. Okay. Would you rather fall in love, fly to New York, and get rejected, or never fall in love? Hmm. Never fall in love for that because you're just spending money. No, that's a waste of time, money, effort. It's a waste of a lot of things. I definitely take the lot. Like, it's going to happen again, maybe in the same city, so you don't have to fly. No, but never fall in love. Oh, like never like again? It never happen again. So you just get that one peck oh, okay. on the cheek in the hotel room. Oh, well, boy. good night. Oh, that's very depressing. How did that? How did it, it wasn't peck a on kiss on the cheek? It was a real kiss. Okay, but how did that not lead to more? You were in a hotel room. Like, if she came to your hotel room consensually, I'm assuming. That... I was trying to. I was trying to. The long play here was keep it kosher, long distance, uh-huh. make it work. Okay. All right. Maybe that's why she I, didn't have time for you because she was like, geez, dude, I was in your hotel room consensually. Like, it was kind of obvious I wanted to bang you. Guys, I'm actually like a little sad. I feel terrible. Have buddy. you have you uh, texted her or called her since? No, because everyone on Twitter tells me not to. Yes, they're, they're correct. Yeah, yeah, definitely but, you got to shut Dan, that down. Yeah. Dan, do you have advice? Should I say something to her? What's like the last word? No, no, leave that. That's over. That's Burn that number. You want to pretend that never happened. Yeah, delete that number. That's why you just described it all in detail to to all of us. And then if she does text back and she'll be like, hey, uh, what are you doing? You'll be like, who is this? And she'll be like, hey, it's Sally. And then she'll be like, oh, he didn't even keep my number. Yeah, maybe I am interested. Maybe I heard him and maybe I'll make it better. Yeah, maybe me fly out to L.A. I'm holding on to a little bit because she did say, "Oh no, oh, no, grasping it. No, you are in, ben, you no. are in L.A. I'm in New York." She did say that. Oh God, she's trying to let you down easy. Yeah, that's well, really. Thank it. you for a uh, yeah, family friendly. Um, would you rather? That was actually a very good. Would you rather? See, those are acceptable. What about? Do you have any dirty ones? No, oh. Ben. Yes. Thanks for your story. Would you, would that, you ben, rather? Thanks for. Uh, Wait, no, yeah. I have it. I have it. Jay, I have it. Jay, I have it. Okay. Me, Jay. Let's hear it. Would you rather pee in your pants every day in public? Yeah. Or 
in your pants privately once a week. That's actually not a bad one. That's not a bad one. That's a good one. Pee in your pants every day. Are you allowed to wear a diaper? Get in your pants privately. Oh, everyone sees it. Oh, I'm doing this. in my pants privately more yeah, than once so a week. That's an easy one. That's that's, easy. that's simple. That's just you just described my life. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. We guys, love you, buddy. Uh, I, I love you too. Bye, guys. Okay, Bye. take care. Ben okay. Teller. That was a, a pretty See, I think that nice was, Ben Teller call there. Ben got to tell his story. Now he knows how to say hello, in which people don't <laughs> want to throw their whatever they're listening to the podcast on out the window. <laughs> That, I have to say, you tolerated him for longer yeah. than I expected. I was—I mm-hmm. feel like we really turned a corner today. I think we did. It, it was, was a like therapy, therapy session. Yeah, yes. it was like therapeutic. I just genuinely feel uh, bad for Ben because uh, he is but maybe again, the cl- most clueless human about women. Everyone of all time. knows the first week or the first time you go, you know, every, oh, this is amazing. But he thinks that's going to be that. Uh. Yeah, he made the classic. I'm cla- so happy. He made the classic. Oh, Maybe she loves me, and then book, <laughs> and then book the flight, yeah. and oh god! I mean, we—I've done that. I have done that. I have, I have never done that. I have done that. But I mean, when I did it, it was like a bus ride to London from Toronto. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you aren't going to like that's that minimum two grand that trip. Yeah, it was a lot, but uh, yeah, you know what? He'll figure it out eventually. There's well, a woman out there he? for Ben. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. okay. Well, that was fun. That was a uh, good uh, podcast. Let's go uh, do a TV show now. All right. It's uh, television program time. Uh, oh, before we go, though, we got to do a TV theme vault. TV and theme And this is vault. a special one selected by Dan. I think this is a great choice. I haven't this heard this before. This is when for... I, I've told the story before. This is when I invented the PVR because when I used to watch this show, my parents were like, okay, we got to go. I'm like, ah, oh, if only I could like pause this and then watch the rest when I got home. So I didn't tell anyone I should have about the PVR Back in the 80s. I didn't... If I'd only (laughs) told someone, then I would have invented the PVR in 1984. This is Mr. Dress Up. Oh, there's Casey and Finnegan. There's Mr. Dress Up. He's such a good artist. Look at that. There's the treehouse. Treehouse. Love that treehouse. Casey and Finnegan were in there. Touching each other, exploring each other's bodies. It's a, it's a dog. Rove, rove. There's this. Oh, hi there. I'm teaching Finnegan how to God, use God, these are horrible puppets. And now, the first thing you do, Finnegan, is you make sure you know the number you want to call. And then when I you've remember done the that, you accept like the receiver. That's that part. Okay, so the dog and the kid are dying. <laughs> that's amazing. You lift up the receiver. That's called the receiver. And then you have to do the numbers. Okay. No, this isn't one that goes round and round. That's another kind. We have one okay. of those. A real how one. high are these guys right now? They wrote all of this totally baked. Okay. How much fun so was the CBC the in 1984? Oh, man. They were smoking weed on set. So much fun. If the person is at home. Who are we going to call? Yeah, who are you going to well, call? Well, you, we're going to call Mr. Ghostbusters. They're going to call Mr. Dresser. The call's coming there. from inside That's the his house. phone. He's paying that phone bill. <laughs> okay, that phone, it's been off the receiver so long that they've got the, uh, uh, for sure. the beeping now. And when he picks up the telephone, thank you, then you say into the they phone, <laughs> Hi, Mr. Dresser, how are you? 
Uh, <laughs> I really struggled there to the just do- pick the phone up. <laughs> the dog had to pick it up in his mouth <laughs> and hand it off to uh, the kid. To Casey. To Casey. And Casey struggled with two arms holding the receiver. The thing I never understood was, was Mr. Dress-Up Casey's father? <laughs> and if so, where was the mother? And yeah. And did Casey ever ask Mr. Dress-Up about Again, that? Again. Who's my mom? That Another show, puppet that I you. <laughs> you pitch that show nowadays. It's not being approved. Wait. Well, just the name alone. And is Mr. Dr- and wait, you've got a tickle trunk? Okay. Uh, we're not going to go with that idea. Thanks. Uh, actually, I think now you could bring that back. Mr. Dress Up. Tickle trunk, maybe you don't use that. All right. I'm glad we got to that. Okay. Uh, good times, guys. We'll, uh, we'll talk to everyone next week. Bye. Oh, can we play the Hex Dolls? We still have the Hex Dolls? Someone requested the Hex Dolls. Uh, you're the number one cop on the force, Bobrovsky. That's at the end of every episode. Is it? Yeah. Okay. They're going home! This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light.